Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. So excited that you all are joining us again for another great week. Here with me is Pastor Jim Parkin, his partner in crime, Daniel Craig, and myself, Ashley Chandler. Welcome back to the show. What's up, Hoss? What's up? I can't, I can't see you, so it's I know, confusing it's weird. me. Just see yeah, weird it's, lights. It's dark in here. There's sleeping children and all sorts of things going on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, how's your week going so far? Uh, you asking? Okay. I don't know. Whoever wants. Uh, to I speak. woke up this morning <laughs> and played a round of golf with a coworker of ours. Well, that's good. And then uh, came home. And, uh, yeah, here we are. Nice. Yeah. Well, in a matter of like what three or four days, our AC broke, water heater, dryer. What? Lawnmower. No way. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jim, you're yeah. a country song. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But it's all good. Everything's on, all set up. I'm sorry to, to hear be that. repaired. That, that does suck, though. This old head black man came from consumers to check out the AC today. Yeah. And he's like, turn it on. And he hit the, the unit with a hammer and it came back on. He did not. He did. He's like, clink, clink. He's like, you'll probably get through this season. And I'm like, well, this season's almost over. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you better be ready to buy a new one, young blood. That's so. cool. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's what we used to do with our old Nintendo game, game system. Da, da, da. Come on. You know what, though? He did, he did his business like Dan and I do. No paperwork. Nope. <laughs> You're good. And he just left. <laughs> All right, am I allowed I to keep that on the episode? Is exactly. That... <laughs> yeah, dude. We do that. But then nobody listens. Nobody listens. But it'll be documented. Can it, this can't be used in the court of law. You can't get in trouble for this, right? They're not going to do anything to us. Oh, that's no. good. What would they do without us? Not function. <laughs> that's what they wouldn't do is function. <laughs> it's amazing. So, yes. So tonight, you know what we're talking about? I told you, Ashley, we're talking about why all hospital shows, at least the dramatic ones, and first responder shows are absolute trash, <laughs> technically speaking. I have a little, I have a little bit of a guess because unrelated but totally related. QuickBooks, which is a system for accounting, isn't necessarily coded and made by accountants. It's mm. made by well, computer software folks that like consult with you know whatever and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I have an idea that I think they have consultants. It's just the, the it's just so bad. Right, right. It's more for the drama than it is for reality, right? I don't know Absolutely. what it's for. It's more for just a waste of TV space. Like I've never been able to get into any of those shows. I've tried, not really. By try, I mean I don't really try. Yeah. I watched House back in the day. I liked House. We liked House a lot. Yeah, just because. You know, well, for obvious reasons, I appreciated the way he talked to people. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. A big Scrubs guy myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Scrubs is funny, too. Scrubs is funny. The comedies, 
are accurate. They yeah. are more technically sound than the dramas. They uh, consulted doctors and everything for most of their, uh, really? their storylines and stuff. Yeah. I feel like to be satirical, you got to be a little bit more like hit the truth a bit more. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> man, it's wild. So like, I don't know. It's just so blatantly terrible. There was a show on, I think, for an eight-episode season a few years back called Trauma. And it took place in San Francisco. And it's like they had um, like a helicopter crew and the ambulance crews and all this stuff. And like it was more dramatic. But like the things that would happen... Listen, one of the first episodes, so there's, it's in San Francisco and there's this farmer's market going. And then there's this, like at the simultaneously in the city, there's a building on fire. And there's also a runaway like trolley car, right? That's all happening at the same time and like crashes into a barge, like all this stuff. If that happened in real life, I'm going home. Like Dan and I don't respond to that call. No. No, we're good. Why? Just too much That's going on. <laughs> <laughs> because, man. Because it's fake. That doesn't really yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say I've never gotten into those drama shows either, but I've never been a big, like, drama weekly show type person anyway. No. No. You haven't no. been watching Grey's Anatomy the whole time, actually? I, no. have not ever watched <laughs> one episode. Uh, Not at wife, all. However, however, I love the live PD, like the live call type things. I appreciate those because I like to see real people do their job. You know what I like about, I, I haven't watched really any of those, but you know what I liked about cops? What? When it was on, my two yeah. favorite things would be when the, the show soundtrack? would show up. <laughs> no, not the soundtrack, <laughs> but when the dude would show up, there was always one cop that would show up. And get out on the foot chase, but leave his siren on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and also, when there'd be like a, a chunky, a, a chungus, a thick boy, we'd get out chasing, and he'd be so dead. He couldn't get over the fence and stuff like that. <laughs> that's why I would watch. I would watch to see that happen. Yeah. Absolutely. What you gonna do? What you- <laughs> also, check this out. Fun fact. When I was in the Army, there was a dude in my battalion that one night we're like, we're eating tacos and watching cops in the barracks. Yeah. And this cat was on there. He wasn't like my company or, uh, yeah, my company, you know, but he was in like Bravo company or something in the same battalion. And he was right off South Fort Lewis. Cause they are always seem to be cops in like Seattle and Tacoma and, uh, probably cause of the meth. But anyway, but the dude was like caught, in the same Taco Bell where we got our tacos from drive through beating up his girlfriend. Oh, no. Yeah. I haven't seen, though, how I haven't seen any of those shows that are, like, the new ones. Like the emergency call or what, and none of that stuff. Well, what's the show that you sent Nick and I the link to? Where the guy That's kids, Sirens. Is that Sirens? Uh, I never sirens knew of that show until... <laughs> I'm getting paid. <laughs> That show, so so what was funny about that show is like when they would do things like there's an episode on that show where 
this lady has her boyfriend's snake and it's wrapped around it's like some type of constrictor. Okay. But it's so blatantly obvious that it's fake. <laughs> that it's just fun. It's even funny. <laughs> it's not like poor. It's not even good. Half good props. It's like high school props. <laughs> fake snake. But yeah, those shows were good. Um, there was a one fire show, Rescue Me, that started right after 9-11 okay. with Dennis Leary. And it was I think I like that. it started strong, but then also, you know, like I, how much can they really show like real fire stuff? But yeah. I don't know. It was just, it's just really my beef is with the hospital shows mm-hmm. and the terrible, it's like it's not even close. Right. Like in preparation for this episode, Dan and I were looking at old clips and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And and it's like, come on. They have somebody with an IV and it's like the wrong end of the tubing is just <laughs> taped to her wrist. <laughs> it's just like, come on. Like, it's come not on, even, guy. it's just part of the drip set. It's like the spike of the drip set taped to her <laughs> top of her hand. <laughs> And then they'll intubate people and there's a, a way to do that. And it'll be just suction tubing or like the, the <laughs> SVN cartridge thing. Like, come on. But, you know, people don't know. Or don't know. they watch so much of it. Then we get on scene and then they say stuff to us as if it's pertinent. <laughs> right. Like I've literally had a gentleman ask if I was going to get a thoracotomy tray. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, dude. Like, no, slick. No, we have that stuff. In a, we have that stuff in a lunch bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, do what now? But yeah, they'll people will because they've seen the stuff, right? So they think right. that right. It's it's great. It's a great job, especially when dealing with the general public, right? As much as you know, we do. So, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, last week was wild. We had some wild calls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask what type of wild, or you just want to say wild? I'm always curious. <laughs> so this, I said that, then I'm this like, is I'm trying why to figure I, out. <laughs> this is why I want to go back really on ride-alongs, because I'm always curious of what you guys run into. I don't know. A lot of it was fake, just nonsensical things. Yeah, but I want to say we had a lot of sketchy stuff happen this week. But but once again, the train has left the station, and I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Do you remember any of the calls, dude? Like, what did we do uh, last week? I remember that last. I mean, I don't really know how much I can go into detail. I guess I don't know. I've never I've never done this in this form before. I guess <laughs> right. calls. We we don't give time day name like we just keep it general like you had a patient that had this kind of general thing going on so we try to just keep Um, it general well oh well that's you know a suspicious one our first of the week oh Oh, suspicious suspect what sus so yeah man so we get a call for uh somebody's calling because there's an unresponsive male or it doesn't appear that he's breathing and he's face down in their car is the way I understand it. So then we get on scene and it appears as if this gentleman may or may not have overdosed elsewhere and then was dumped in that car. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he didn't get in there by himself. Right. Not in that manner. No. Did he no. look just like kind of shoved in the car, kind of? <laughs> he was packed in there. I think packed was, is <laughs> more accurate. Is <laughs> oh, dude. Was it a little car? Yeah, he, it was, was kind of, man. It was like one of the miniature versions of a, like a transit, like a compact transit. Okay. You know, it was wild. So, yeah, he was, he was definitely packed in there. Oh, dude. Did you send us this link? It was the one, um, what, what's the movie with Nicolas Cage, the old one? National and, Treasure. No, Dan. <laughs> no, where he's a paramedic. Uh, oh, Bringing Out the Dead. That's a, the old Yes. Yeah. It's That's old. An excellent movie. And they go in and this, like, they're at this club or whatever, and one oh, of the guys yeah, is overdose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. I've still never seen that. Well, the, the partner Dude, starts praying over this guy. Yeah, it's so and funny. That is where I got the, the where I do just the, do the Narcan straight in and don't do an IV. That's where I learned that. <laughs> no way. Mm-hmm. Off a Nicolas Cage movie from you the did user. Not. Yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. You learned something that isn't legit off of a movie. It is legit. legit. It works. It's legit. It's well, just it that's the first time I saw it. Oh, that's... This is borrowing some technique. <laughs> really it's just funny. technique, dude. This it's it's good technique too, man. A lot of people frown on it because it's not what they're used to. But I'm just do I'm doing the same thing. Just yeah. no, but in the scene, they're trying to get information on like, hey, what happened to this guy? Oh, yep. That's that's how it goes. Nothing. Nothing. Don't know. They're arguing about broken hearts. Yep, that's a good movie. That's a good movie because you get that like, like where you should be fired, but they won't fire you because they need you. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a part where he's begging the guy, he's begging his boss to fire him. No yeah. way. And his boss like, I'll fire you tomorrow. <laughs> and they do have, what I like about that, they do have a character that's like the, the guy that everybody knows. He's like two of them. One dude is just this crazy mental health case. And there's a stinker, like this old drunk stinker that they all that they all get called Mr. O, because that's the only thing he says. He moans, oh, <laughs> and they get him <laughs> and he just it's just rotten. And we all have that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What's the word that you call it when you when you're just doing a transfer and we put, picked up that one guy to go do his weekly dialysis? Yeah. That's and what you call it. Transfer. Yep. No, but that he used to be pretty. When it comes to me and Dan, what it's called is a waste of resources. But yeah. whatever. Right, right. Be that as it may. You know, what? Technical term is transfer. Technical term. No, but you, you were saying that he used to be pretty saucy with folks, but after a while, yeah, like, man. you get really, you know, you built a rapport, you're respectful to him and stuff. And Sometimes, though, even that, even like we go out of our way, you know, put on hats happy face and play the game and people are still just mean yeah yeah for sure i feel like you could have a whole department of folks that just did transfers we used to we used to have a what they called it transfer division that's the way it should be yep and they made more money so like if you figure when i started as a 
brand new EMT. I started at nine fifty, but then like out the gate, no, I started at 10, 10 bucks, but then you're getting a shift premium for being on the transfer division. So that was, so really I started at 12 and a quarter cause I got that shift premium okay. and it had different incentives back in the day, but it's just different owners went yeah. a different way with it. Yeah. Those will sap your energy more than emergencies, even the worst fathomable emergency. Absolutely. A basic transfer will zap your energy more. Is it just because it takes you out of the whole like mental vibe of We being, didn't like, sign Hispanic? up. It, it's just one of those things. You didn't go to school to give people a ride somewhere kind of thing. And I mean, it's nothing against the people that we take because they do need it. Right. But uh, I don't know. It just has a weird way of taking the wind out of your sails kind of okay mm-hmm. they always seem to come at like the worst times in the day too like after you have had a really hard call or something that will hit you with a transfer and like <laughs> it's like it's you're going from one extreme to like the unnecessary almost it feels yeah. like right yeah that's interesting because right. i would almost think that it would be like a break to not have to rush into yeah, it, another it, high intense, like demanding situation. Yeah, but after it's a weird thing because after you deal with that kind of stuff for a day, like it's really it's not hard. It's not that it's hard. It's just that we got to you know write another report, okay. even though we're just you know, we got to do all this, so we got to go through the motions, yeah, hit all right. the check boxes, and sometimes that's the the exhausting part. I think for me, anyways. Okay. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, it is well documented that what I hate most is paperwork, yep. right? Is doing reports and yeah. doing it. It's just, you know, but, but he's right. Like if you go from like last week, we go from doing like, well, we're doing all the things, right? The IVs, mm-hmm. doing the monitor, dosing out medication, all of that. Like you're Shocking more, people. right. Huh? Shocking people. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Do all this stuff. And then the very next call is just there, you know, like you got to go to this place and get this lady who's like very large and take her to the dentist. Yeah. And you know, she's going to be like abrasive the entire time. Yeah. Even though you're there to take her to the dentist. Yeah. So yeah, it puts you in a, it's like, it's that, that is where it gets difficult. Like for nurses, it's not doing all the procedures and caring for the patient. It's that, okay, I have patient's family, and understandably, they're in a stressful situation because their loved one is in the emergency room. Maybe even like an ICU hold. But when the family starts being mean or abrasive or, you know, or, you know, just flat out abusive to the nurse, that's where it's difficult. You know, like we don't really have that problem we can control who comes with and who doesn't, but it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. Those are the little things about, you know, the, the world of emergency services. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah like Dan said last week, that's what we wrapped the week on as a call. It was like a cardiac arrest event, okay. but it just, it took double the normal amount of time. Because usually, like, there's a protocol where you go for 30 minutes. From the time on scene, you initiate what's called, let's say, the code. 
and you're going through all the algorithm and you're doing the thing. And it's like this 30 minutes. And if they're not coming back, they're not coming back. You've exhausted protocol. Everyone agrees. Time of death, blah, blah, blah. Call the medical examiner and you're out. Right. You know, but this, this human wouldn't go out of what's called PEA, pulseless electrical. Right. So he just, no, he was in. Uh, it was he was in VFib. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because we kept shocking the dude. He was in VFib for like twenty five minutes, and so that's that the thing. Mean? He went he went from VFib to asystole and then back to VFib. So with those algorithms, every time there's a rhythm change, you're also starting over. <laughs> yeah, the algorithm. start the clock. Restart so what was physically clock. happening then? He was dying. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was just. So- Taking his really heart a long us. time to catch up. No, no, go, going from the one to the other, Dan, that you were explaining. What, what did that mean? Oh, uh, okay. So different cardiac rhythms uh, for an arrest will have different, uh, we, there's different algorithms. Okay. So you would give different drugs at different intervals and you would, you know, dose out different shocks at different intervals, depending on what cardiac rhythm they're in. Okay. So if okay. they're in VFib or VTAC, you know, you're going to be shocking. Um, asystole is, you don't, I mean, you don't shock an asystole. That's the flat line. You just do CPR and epi for those. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if it's some sort of, uh, if they're having some sort of dysrhythmia with it, you have to give an anti-dysrhythmic and all this other, along with the epi, along with the CPR, along with trying to get a tube and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so basically that's what happened was this guy. He was Okay. He did not have a pulse at any time with us, but it's just that the heart is still trying to having activities, but it's not really, it's not doing what it needs to do to support life. But until that flat line, we got to keep doing work. Right. Right. And in this case, which sucked is like, so it's in like a Michigan room and the family's standing there on the other side of the window. Yeah. Just like the whole time, which I get it. I mean, it was my parent. I'd be, right there too but yeah right it's rough so. well and i think on the out on the outside i mean i can say from what it would seem like to me hypothetically is that we'll just get their heart to beat again right <laughs> you know like That's if the it's, plan. you know what i mean like just it should just just get it back to beat like shock it and it should go but it's just so much more complicated than that yeah. so and it's like now too, the optics are a lot different because they have, they have tools for doing the CPR. They have like right. what we were using there is called a Lucas. Yeah. And that yeah. is like a pneumatic thing and it's doing the chest compressions. Right. So to the naked eye, it looks like I'm not doing anything because yeah. except for opening boxes of Epi and setting them up and giving them to the other medic while Dan's doing like assisting ventilations with the the bag, you know, so it's just, it's weird. And that thing's super barbaric looking. If you ask me, yeah, it's pretty gnarly to see that thing run. It's just wild. So then you go from that extreme, like not in this case, because it was our last call of the week, but you go from that working all that time. Then you go to the the scenario where now I got to go in, like hypothetically, I'm the senior medic. So I'm the one that's got to go tell the family. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then clear that call 
after I have to go to the hospital, change out the drug box, get everything reset, get new supplies, all that stuff, do all the stuff to finish the call. And then the next thing that happens is we're going to get dentist lady who's going to be mean. Right. So it's just that those are the things where it's like just flat out exhausting, Mm -hmm. but you know, also we aren't stuck in an office and management's not right down our neck. Right. Well, I mean, we're drinking as much caffeine, like nobody (laughs) should consume that amount of caffeine. What did I say when we started out the shift on Saturday? So we, we wanted to give ourselves a cardiac event by drinking all of yeah, the Yeah, that was our goal for Saturday. <laughs> Did you guys ever get that Keurig installed? Not yet. Oh, no, not yet. Not I yet. forgot about that. Damn, we're, uh, we're thinking of bigger and better things possibly Ooh. here. Maybe an espresso machine. Thinking about instead of meal planning, also putting a slow cooker in there. Yeah. Or a, ooh, an Instapot, dude. We could cook a full we meal could. every time it takes to run a call. Can you, you imagine? Know, you guys are going to have the, to put up a hitch to the back of your rig and like pull behind one of those little like food cart things. I'm not above <laughs> it, personally. <laughs> Anyways, so Saturday, man, we had Ashley. Have you ever had Speedway pizza? Uh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. it's, so good, it's, been a, right? it's been a minute but yeah i've had it i don't know what they're made of probably a lot of fake pizza things. dude it's oh, fake no. things it's not fake i mean it's no you know mancinos by any means but right. i'm like good like, <laughs> that's how you get that healthy gut bacteria going there you go <laughs> that's true that's true also the speedway off the roller grill they have pork egg rolls also mm-hmm. delicious mm. That's, see, that's what I started Friday with. It's Donut Friday. Mm-hmm. No, was that Friday? I can't remember which day. I think it, it might Saturday. have been Saturday. Okay, so I had where I made full-blown AK-47 espresso. Had a whole cup of that on the way to work. <laughs> then I got a large coffee and a monster and an egg roll to get, just to get the juices flowing. Jim yeah, Perkins. We only had four, four crews on. And it had to be mentally... Yeah, and our mental acuity had to be spot on, and you just got to be got to be good to go. Got to go. You don't understand, man. When we're selecting our roller grill items, really, we're looking for the the shiniest items that we can find. <laughs> oh, the shinier the better. <laughs> we I can't. Oh, we were at we had taken this dude to Saginaw, and so we stopped off. There was a Seven Eleven. There was this hot dog Where? or Polish dog. <laughs> I don't know. I'm from Saginaw. So I'm like, where? Which Seven Eleven? Just one on a corner. There's a Tony's on the one way. Right by it. Yes, Jim, you were on the other side of the block of my old house. That's where I grew up. Going down to that Seven Eleven. That's the Seven Eleven I grew up biking down with you my know brother. Actually, what? That this same so, so, hot dogs what? that were on there when you would go as a child were yeah. still on there yes. because this weird <laughs> long stringy grease band kept stretching off of it then would snap and wrap around the dog (laughs) dude i'm so stoked they hit that thing with some goo gone (laughs) they hit it with something you could probably fix somebody's something or another with those things though that's all kinds of penicillin Mm -hmm. like those were gross i I will eat some stuff man i'm not afraid to eat anything but those things i'm like i'm not touching this dude will literally eat anything but (laughs) get actually upset with me when I'm thinking about getting myself a gas station hard-boiled egg. Really? Hard-boiled eggs are the worst food thing ever. Okay, 
Why? Do you just not like eggs? So No, I, of course I like eggs, man. Just not hard-boiled ones. You don't like... Oh, I love hard-boiled eggs. They're the best. They had... Dude, they're they had so good. Buffalo. Yeah, they buffalo. had the buffalo <laughs> hard-boiled eggs. Buffalo? Hard, I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah. Oof. So it was like spicy hard-boiled eggs. Uh, no, we're the... I'll, I'll do a whole dozen of them just so we can add them to salads and stuff throughout the week and the kids can snack on them. Oh, you make your kids eat those? I don't make anybody eat anything. They eat them willingly. Look like at your face. You just said you made a dozen of those things. I make them, them so we can voluntarily eat so one if we want how many, to. How many of them a week do you make them eat each, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> Zero, Dan. Zero. I don't make them eat any. <laughs> but that's what you said. You make hard-boiled eggs, 12 dozen, so no, they all have to I, eat those. That's not what I said. Uh, oh, there's some type of something going on with the translation here. <laughs> I swear you said you forced hard-boiled eggs. That's okay. I'll edit it, it so it sounds exactly how I said it. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, that's not fair. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think Carrie likes hard-boiled eggs, too, Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. I think I probably had a bad experience or something. Probably. Like, my aversion to um, mayo... I'll tell you what happened. That comes from a traumatic experience as a sixth grader. Oh, no. So I was going to Brewster Elementary School in Rochester, Michigan for a short season. And we went in there and it had like hot lunch. And you had this one morning or this one day opportunity for pancakes and sausage, which I went with, or subs. But they had the mayonnaise. Apparently, they had put it in a bowl by the syrup. So why would I not think that wasn't whipped butter? Oh, buddy. So I like giant dollops of mayonnaise and syrup and pancakes and it's forever since then. Yeah. (laughs) Do you ever eat Spam? No. No. Delicious. Spam Spam is amazing. You, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So I have it on record now that you'll eat Spam, but you won't eat a freaking hard-boiled egg. Affirmative. Okay. Okay. That's his thing, man. Yeah, I know. Everybody's got their thing, right? I just want I don't, I don't mess with tomatoes. Really? Yeah. Okay, this Dude, is a true story. And you know how, how many times they'll order a food with no tomatoes and they'll deliberately yes. like dead-eye him? And, and they'll put them on. on. Yeah. No, when Nick and I were dating, I knew that he either really liked tomatoes or really didn't like tomatoes, and I kept forgetting which way it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, at uh, our university, I grabbed us both a couple sandwiches on our way out somewhere or whatever, and um, I put them, he legitimately got so indignant and mad at me, and I was like, dude, I forgot, I couldn't remember which way it was, and he's like, yeah, but I can still taste it anyway. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can, because they got all their juices and everything in it. juice. I know. Mm-hmm. So. No. Yep. It's pretty good though. I like those. Yeah, dude. What else? What else is going on? Not much. We go back to work in a couple days. Yeah. How much? I. That's it. I'm going. Oh, on, you're going. I'm gonna go disappear in the mountains for three days. Dude, listen. Where at? That was in poor taste. That girl just disappeared in the mountains yeah. and. With some weird. <laughs> person that left her I'm there sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this person's still out there he is dude 
Yes. They go to the mountains. I don't know where he is, but they like. Didn't he disappear a couple days ago? Social media nerd found his house or something and like tracked it all out. And by the time the the officials took the dude seriously, the nerd dude seriously, that guy was ghost. Yeah. So he's just out there. No, we're doing three days on the Appalachian Trail out of Gatlinburg. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we're going through. That's where he is. We're going to find him on the trail. We'll take him out. It'll be great. (laughs) Um, No, we're going to the Holcombs, my brother and I. So the four of us are going, and we hired a guide with Smoky Mountain Guide. So we don't have to navigate. We don't have to get lost. They're going to do all of our food planning. We just got to walk the miles and backpack it and have a great attitude. Yeah. Awesome. That'll be cool, though. That'll be cool. Be really good. I did some of that guided stuff when we lived in Colorado. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I've never done anything like this. So I've been just trying to be active and stuff this summer so I don't hate myself (laughs) trekking miles, you know, and stuff. So I'm I'm really excited to spend the time out doing something like this. And I've never, like, I like to camp and I like to be outdoors, but I've never done anything like this. So I'm really excited. Like how much weight are you guys carrying? Are you trying to be like? Under closer to twenty, but under thirty, and cool. we're we're not doing day hikes and then coming back to the same camp. Like we're hiking to and then setting up our camp and then oh, going right further. On. Yeah, that'll yeah. be cool. Yeah, so I wanted to set up our own camp and and do all that and everything. So we're doing that. So we got to carry all of our our gear and stuff. So mm-hmm. so that'll be fun. That'll yeah. be fun. <laughs> Don't Brian and Tracy do all that kind of stuff anyway? So they're yeah, like, yeah. They got some knowledge on that. Yeah. Well, all right. That's all I got this week, except for I don't typically like football, except for when Raider Nation is involved, and they're two and zero. That's all I got. That's cool. Las Vegas Raiders. Still a shame. Uh, uh, I mean, it was a shame when they went to L.A. Yeah, It'll always be the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> True story. I went and saw when we lived, my dad moved us to Colorado. So I went to a Denver Broncos versus Raiders game. Yeah. And Raider Nation, those people are very, let's say, adept in crimes. So they were, <laughs> they would like chuck batteries at the Broncos as they ran by. It was the best. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Broncos. That's a little horse faced John Elway. Who cares? <laughs> he shouldn't be a Bronco. <laughs> it's just. It's the best, man. Time of my life. That's awesome. And that's really all I know about football. Yeah. Or care. But it's just when the Raiders are playing. Because it's like those, their they're fans, it's like Philadelphia. Philly fans are. Yeah, pretty. Like back in the day, I can't remember, like Michael Irvin from the Cowboys got injured and got a standing ovation from the Philadelphia fans. <laughs> those <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles are rogue, man. <laughs> It's crazy. I don't know. Other than that, football, who cares? Didn't want to talk about anything of substance really this week. No, that was good. It was really good. For our people out there listening, whatever you do, if a hurricane's coming, the most important thing is to get vaccinated. Thank thank you, Mr. President. (laughs) Wild. No. Anyway. My my closing comment was just kind of 
You know, there's a lot of people that are really stressed out right now. And I think that kind of piggybacking off of last week, like reach out to your people, you know, check in with people that, you know, you should check in on, be a neighbor to people, go be a dang good American citizen. Like Jim said last week, there's a lot of impact, a lot of good things to do when we wake up each day. So keep, keep going at it. Right on. What about you, Dan? Anything else? Oh, no, dude. Not really. All right. That's all I got, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for keeping up with us on the socials. And that's it. You guys, this episode was sponsored by Alpha 193. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And Cognizine. (laughs) And you're in luck. We'll be back on the road on Wednesday. You're welcome, Genesee County. Peace. (laughs) 